0: The views and opinions expressed on the Middle Class VO podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests. Any feelings hurt therein are an unfortunate byproduct of the quest for infotainment. Also, please be reminded that concerted efforts have been made so as not to put anyone's knickers in a twist. Having one's knickers in a twist is not an objective or goal. However, if your knickers are in a twist and it persists for more than four hours, please seek out a physician. Moreover, if anyone were to feel besmirched by any of the commentary on the Middle Class Leo podcast, it would be purely coincidental. No besmirchment is intended. Please enjoy. Bobby, I'm very excited. We have a very special guest coming up on the episode today.
1: Yes, we do. Another female. And we're actually in the same studio this week.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Bobby and I are uh, both in Nashville, and uh, Bobby's down seeing her daughters, and uh, so I said, come on by. Let's do the podcast from here.
1: (laughs) You all have some crazy traffic here. Can (laughs) I just say that?
0: It's nasty. It's nasty. (laughs) Otherwise, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, it's perfect. But uh, so excited to have on Lisa Lou Perry, who is one of us. She is uh, knee-deep in her voiceover career, and we're going to be Chattin with her. coming up.
1: If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate narration, tell us what
2: to say. Explain our video, imaging radio, sling local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars. This is the middle class VO podcast.
1: The middle class VO podcast. The middle class VO podcast.
0: Oh, this is so much fun, Bobby. If there's anybody, I I call Bobby my work wife at times, (laughs) and then if I had another work wife, it would be Lisa Lou Perry. Um, You, if you've listened to the podcast, you already know who she is. She is the announcer at the end of the podcast who does the credits. And Lisa Lou Perry, so great to have you on. How are you? I'm great,
2: Kevin. But I want to know where my ring is. (laughs) I don't see any ring on my finger. Oh, so you're the? (laughs) Do you have a ring, Bobby? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Bobby says you're the other woman. You better put a that's ring me. on it. <laughs> and my real wife would love hearing all yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah,
2: right, right.
0: <laughs> She's like the only one's getting a ring is me.
2: I'm honored to be called your other work wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa. Now, Bobby, uh, I've told you a little bit about Lisa before, but Lisa and I go way back to 1994, I believe, <gasps> is when I first met. Yeah, Lisa, that's a long time ago.
2: That is a long time. And
0: we met at WKIS Radio. Lisa was doing the morning show, and she taught me the importance of washing the listeners off you after you left the live broadcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were you oh all like gosh. fifteen back then or something? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, that sounds what?
2: horrible. Washing the <laughs> listeners off of you?
0: Oh no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Gotta we
2: love ha- those listeners. <laughs> You didn't see our listeners. <laughs> oh,
1: I had my own.
2: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: So, So that segues into, you know, Lisa, I wanted to, everybody to know about your story. What, What's your history? What led you into voiceover?
2: Well, um, I mean, basically it was because I saw where the radio industry was going. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, there were there were a couple of guys on the, the station who were doing voiceovers and um and one who left radio to do voiceover full time. And then another one of my friends left radio to do voiceover full time and I'm like, Oh, you know, hey, if they can do it, I can do it. And um and then I also got that taste of, you know, we just like everyone, when we get off the air, we gotta do our production load and um, and, of course, if, if the, the spot ran on another station, then you get paid for it. I was like, oh, I like this money. You know, maybe there's a way to, you know, make this money all the time. And then those two colleagues who left, uh, they started calling me to do voice work. And I'm like, whoa, I like this a lot better than what I'm making <laughs> in radio. You Cha-ching! Know? Yeah, yeah. And so then, when I lost my job at Kiss, new owners came in, took over, and I was one of the first to go. Shock, you know how the me? Why me? Me of all people? You know, you know, we've all been through that. It kind of freaks you out. You're like, I couldn't go to the grocery store because I was like, I can't buy food. I don't don't have a job, you know. I mean, I really was that way. It was, you know, it was scary at first, but then all of a sudden, and how God works in your life, here comes all these voiceover jobs. Well, I have no job. And I'm like, ah, okay. This is, you know, this is gonna be okay. It's gonna work out. And so I had enough voice work to get me through till I got my next radio job. But then while I had that job, which which was just four more years that I stayed in radio, and then all of a sudden something just clicked in my head. It was I call it my epiphany, where it was like, It's time for you to leave. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta you gotta leave now. It's time. And so I, I called the PD at the time. And I said, you know, can we have lunch? And and I and I did it. And I said, you know, the millennium, when the millennium comes, I'm leaving. 2000, wow. I'm leaving. So I left in, in February of 2000 and no more remotes at the gas station or the Western <laughs> wear place.
1: <laughs> Don't you miss the free movie tickets? Come on, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, I do. Okay. To be honest, yes, I do. Um, but yeah, I I don't, you know, I know a lot of radio folks like Kevin, I think you, you have said that you do miss radio.
0: I do. But, and this is uh this is an outlet, you know, the yeah, podcast right, is an outlet. Right.
2: I don't miss it that much. Uh, well, you know, I don't miss morning drive. I don't miss getting up at three right. thirty yeah. in the morning for sure. You know, but I don't miss it that much.
0: I, my favorite shift was doing afternoon drive because you could sleep in, mm-hmm. and you could stay up late, you could sleep in late, and I could go golf in the morning if I wanted right. to. <laughs> you could still stay up late and all that good stuff. That was my favorite shift. Lisa, I was, I was going to tell a story when you talked about getting fired from KISS. Have I told you that story of how I knew beforehand it was going to happen?
2: Yes, you do. Yeah, but, I did.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I but say, tell me
2: again. Tell Kevin, me again. Do you want that... her to
1: do the rest of the podcast or what?
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, but you know how that is. And I felt yeah. bad for you when you told me because that was horrible that you knew. Tell us again, though. I want to hear the story again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, having dinner with a uh, a worker from W K I S, and uh, the drinks were flowing free and heavy and she's like you know i'm taking over the morning show and i'm like no no i don't no Lisa's on that you know and no no yeah i'm taking it over she's done she's oh, gonna be like go." Gosh. and she was just very very callous about it and Lisa if you recall the individual she was so hungry yes. to be famous. She yeah. wanted to be the next Howard Stern on country radio which doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and you know the last thing I knew she she was she, she's actually doing voice work and I think she does some on camera stuff but she n- never made it as a radio uh, talent, mm-hmm. you know, with much success. Um, yeah, but yeah, See? that was hard to know. That what's that? Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Take that. So how
1: quickly? I want to know the rest of the story. How quickly did you call Lisa? <laughs>
0: um, did I did I tell you prior to it happen, happening? Happening? No. or I told no. you after. That yeah, was that was so after. troubling, because I had a delicate balance to hold. Mm-hmm. Do I tell my good friend that she's about to lose her job, or hold on to that information? Uh, for fear of losing my own job mm-hmm. if I do tell her. Because, Lisa, I didn't know how you'd have reacted. You know, you could have right. blown the place up, you know? Exactly.
2: <laughs> I would have, I think. <laughs> 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 I couldn't go grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Aww.
0: What? But, Lisa, you, you have always been and are still one of the most talented people I know in this business. And I think voiceover was your calling anyway.
2: Yeah, I think maybe it was, you know, because I remember uh, my first job in radio, which was on. Um, you weren't down here then, but there was a a, a contemporary station called I ninety five. You know, mm-hmm. isn't isn't that creative? I ninety five. Anyway, <laughs> um, when I was an intern, and I was doing that, I don't know if you guys did this, but the uh, the surveys where you had to call people and find out what they listened to. Did you guys do that before you got into the business?
0: I never had to do that. No. Okay. I've heard of that, though.
2: Yeah. So they they were big on that. And so I became very friendly with the production director. And sometimes he'd call me in there to do, you know, if he needed a wild line or something like that. And I'm like, I want to do this. How do you get into this? You know? And then I... You know, skipped over that and just went into being a, a personality. And so, but that was really what I liked first. When I first got into the radio business, I much would have rather been, you know, the production re- director back there, you know, recording all the everything.
1: Mm, interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so what? You you had dabbled in voiceover during the, ra- the radio career, and then you kind of shut the one door to open the next. And how did that first year
2: go? Oh, well, because, you know, I do a lot of automotive. And that those were my two colleagues who left that I told you about. They went to ad agencies. Who were you talking about, by the way? Oh, I'm talking about... At the time his name was Steve Lewis, but he's Steve Sarner and Steve is huge in the automotive voiceover industry. I mean huge. it a.
0: Oh, Steve, yeah. Um, I, I love Steve. It I mean, I was gonna do an impression of Steve because <laughs> he's just got the most unique sound. but it's like uh, I'll do a, a payment 199 a month $1. <laughs> 199 down. I mean, it's he's. That's pretty good, right, Lisa? Yes,
2: that is very good. Uh oh, very angry. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Steve is total, totally a South Florida automotive V.O. guy. I mean, he's one of the pioneers of that sound. He really is.
2: Right. Yes, I would say that. And he's still extremely successful. He and I are still great friends. I am still his his go-to person, and I, I'm I'm very blessed because he has taken me on his ride. You know, which has been a mm-hmm. an incredibly successful ride. But um, first, he went to an ad agency. Down in South Miami, and so I would make that drive down there, you know, because that was before ISDN or or yeah. anything, you know, hmm. and um, and so, you know, that was so he was one of them. The other one was uh, was Bob Tracy, who
0: is also. Uh
2: a huge voice over talent. I mean, he is the king of promo work.
0: Bob is Bob's going to be a future guest. I've already reached out oh, to him good. and we're just working out the scheduling, but uh, he is going to be a guest and I I love Bob Tracy.
2: Yes, he is. Both Steve and Bob are just great guys, very generous i mean they'll help you with anything and um bob is huge i mean he's got he's the voice of radio stations i mean tv stations all over the country you know his voice is very uh is very well known but um what was the question again
0: (laughs) that first (laughs) your first year in vo how do you feel it went
2: oh it went really well and you know that's what carried me and then but then i was like You know, I couldn't get out, as a lot of us do, we can't get out of that radio voice. You know, we just, it's really hard. So you're trying to do commercials and, you know, you need to play the the soccer mom or whatever. And, um, you know, you can't get out of that announcer voice. So that's when I started training with Connie Zimmett. And Kevin knows Connie Zimmit. Bobby, Mm -hmm. you don't. But uh, she, she, she died now and... The industry hasn't been the same since. But um, she was just, she was so great. And I would have to say, I would credit her with my career. I would. Because, you know, I couldn't live on just doing announcer reads. And she got me out of that. And she was very intimidating. And uh, (laughs) I was afraid of her for the longest time. And then we just became wonderful friends. And she would have workouts every week, sometimes twice a week. And um, so many people trained with her. She was actually a jingle singer in New York back in the 60s. She's mm-hmm. on some of the the really famous jingles for Coke. And um, uh, that's the only one I can think of right now. But there's tons <laughs> of them. There's tons of them where she was, you know, she was on those. And she was just, she was just a, a wonderful mentor and, and someone who really helped me launch my career in, in voiceover and to just get out of that announcer read. In fact, I keep her book, uh, which she never finished. She died before she was able to finish, but it's, it's in a notebook. I keep it under the console where my mixer is next to me, and it's almost like she's near me. And mm-hmm. um, and I just feel like, oh, I have to channel Connie if I can't, you know, get into a character or something.
1: Well, it sounds like she, you guys were kind of bef- ahead of the times because the conversational read has really, really become popular in the past few years. But you were – it was before that, right, that she was teaching you this? Wow, that's great. Let's give it a pop pop wow.
2: Yeah, because she was saying this is the way this is the way the industry is going, you know, and um, and so my first year. So in 2000, I think I made more now, not including remotes and live spots or anything, but I made more, you know, based on my salary that I was making at the time, my first year. And voiceover wow.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. So let's fast forward to 2019 now. What is Lisa Luperri's day-to-day like nowadays? What are you doing?
2: Day day-to-day. Hold on, Kevin, let me stop for a minute because the dog just shook. Right in the middle of our
0: conversation Oh, I don't care We don't care about that (laughs) Oh, that's okay We
2: had seagulls a couple weeks Uh, ago Yeah Okay, Okay, I didn't know if we needed to cut that part out or whatever No, 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 no no. um, Can can
0: you make him or her bark?
2: Uh she, greyhounds don't really bark very well. If oh, that's it was right. my that's if it right. was my other greyhounds they would howl. I could get them to howl. <laughs> that would be Oh, I do have them. Um, I do have audio of them howling though. I could Oh, that's okay. That's I okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, no worries We're about that. Okay, okay. So so Lisa, what is your day-to-day? What are you working on like daily?
2: Daily uh well, I, you know, I get up and, of course, I check the email first thing, what kind of auditions have come in overnight. And if I see any that are, you know, that are really promising, I'll just sit in there and I will just crank them out as as much as I can. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know how that is with, with pay to play. And, and, um you know, Kate and Jeff, who I coached with, you know, they teach you how to break down a script and, I mean, You know, they tell you that you need to spend like, you know, a good half hour to an hour breaking down that script. and But you can't do that with pay to play. You know, you got to get in and out as quickly as possible. So, you know, I think you just have to rely on your, you know, your instincts. And um, so that's what I'll do. Some days it depends on what the auditions are. I'll just crank out as much as I can because my goal is to try to do 10 a day. It doesn't always happen. In fact, most days it doesn't happen if, you know, if I have work. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's difficult some days. And then the other thing I do, I try to spend at least an hour marketing. And, um, it, it depends, but what I do lately is, um, I'll go on, uh, I'll go on Mandy.com or I'll go on, um, yeah, that's the one. Mandy.com where you can look for production houses all over the world. Hmm. And um, and I'll like I'll pick a country. Like I was marketing to Canada for a while and I have a template email that I send out with a link to a uh, a pilot pen spot that I did which I think is a you know, a good representation of mm-hmm. some really good work that I've done. And um, it's just like you know, I was visiting your website. Just wanted to reach out and introduce myself, and um, and so again, I try to do at least ten of those a day. Doesn't always happen, but I've noticed that the the people in Canada that I've sent the email to, and it's it's not intrusive. There's no attachment. There's a link to my demos there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people in Canada will respond more than the the production houses in the United States.
0: Canadians are nicer than we are. <laughs> I mean, oh my
2: God, they're so nice. And they like... I really like, think that's true. Yeah. I, 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 this is what I'm finding out.
0: Lisa, that's what it's all about.
2: Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> they're just nicer. That's what it's all about. I love my Canadians. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm doing all day. And then, you know, billing, of course, billing stuff. I do have someone who helps me with that once a what week. What kind of jobs,
0: but, though? What kind of jobs are you oh, doing day to day?
2: Okay. Data, well, it's a lot of automotive. You know, that is my mm-hmm. bread and butter. Um, the other stuff is a lot of e-learning. I've got a couple of e-learning companies that I work with. and um, Anybody I know? <laughs> you, <laughs> you. Kevin, thank anything, you. Kevin. humble brag <laughs> kevin is the other guy who i guess <laughs> thank you very much kevin because kevin sends me a good amount of work and uh, i truly what will we do without that. kevin i know
0: oh, i try I, I try yeah. and you know what i try to do is i try to be loyal to people you know and you know do good work. Do quality work. Be timely. Be professional. And that's that's all. That is huge in the industry. I it is to me. I know agree that. agree
2: with you, yeah. It definitely is. In fact, that's one of the things that I put in my little email marketing that I send out. And it says, um, I'm reliable, prompt, and easy to work with. That's my, like, tagline, you know. And I think that means a lot to people, you know. And especially in automotive, you've got to be prompt, you know. Yeah. What about representation
1: Lisa? Um, when did you get your first agent if you do have them and what percentage of
2: your work or auditions comes from that? In the beginning I was I really wasn't pursuing agents in the beginning and really I just started to do I mean I have you know some small agents and um, you know casting uh, agencies that I'm with but I didn't really start pursuing that until I started, uh, coaching with with Kate and Jeff, and Kate is like, you need to get some good agents, you know. So she gave me a list. She gave me this great um, how to get an agent process. Where it's, I mean, it's this whole process. It's an eight week process, and so you're sending them something every single week, and so that's what I've been doing. So recently, I picked up uh, two Chicago agencies. One is Desante Talents. And um, and Lily's talent, both in Chicago.
1: That's interesting. You that's not a conflict.
2: No, believe it or not, it's not. Um, that's cool. And as long as you you know you play by the rules, and like if one of them sends sends some whoever sends it first, that's who you do it for, and you know you bow out sure. with the other one. But I've it is incredible the jobs that come through. Those agencies are, and I just started with them, so I can't, I can't really say the percentage that I get from them yet. Um, but the the quality of the jobs is, and you know, and the payment is is just it's unbelievable. What a difference! Where you're like, wow, yeah, you know, as opposed to pay to plays.
0: But, but with you, it's, it's probably like with most of us, you know, the agency stuff is just one little piece of the marketing pie, right?
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, we talked about how it's a numbers game. It really is. And... Um, you know, sometimes I just I get sick of auditioning, you know,
0: because
2: <laughs> I, mean, I do. I, I'm not, you know, don't you get sick of it sometimes? I, I do. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Like you, you, Lisa and I were actually, you know, just a little disclosure here. Lisa and I were chatting earlier. And I'm like, Lisa, let's stop this conversation. Let's bring this on the podcast. You know, and she's like, OK, yeah, cool. And so, yeah, this is kind of where we were. I, you know, all last week I was like, meh meh not doing that one meh not doing that one and dismissing them and then this week i'm like yeah i feel great you know so yeah i get sick of them i think we all do lisa Sorry, not sorry.
2: Yeah, and I think you do. You do need a break. Like I don't think I've auditioned hardly at all this week. Well, I've been busy. I've been busy with other work too. But some days I say, "Gosh, why can't I just have all, this work all the time and not have to work so hard to get it?" You know,
1: <laughs> go out of town, Lisa, <laughs> because as they say, all you have to do is yeah, go on right. vacation or go away.
2: Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then that's where all the jobs come in.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, and that's the other thing, too. You know, just being tied to the studio and being afraid to go on vacation. My friends, they want to go on a cruise in October, and it's the first week of October. And I'm like, I can't go then. That's when uh, all automotive. of my... Automotive. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, come on, you know, bring your little, you know, your gear with you. and And I usually do bring my gear, but At least once a year, I take that week of vacation Mm -hmm. or I don't work. Good. But this year, I think I'm going to have to because, I mean, you can't – that's kind of scary losing – you know, because that would be like losing probably 50 percent of my income that month, you know, taking off that week. So it's scary. You don't know – you know, I'm a very spiritual person and I always say, you know what? God'll send the work toward to you if you know especially if you lose an account with automotive or you, or you miss a job I always say it's okay God's gonna bring you something better than that absolutely
0: you know? Lisa I, I do you got to promise me this one thing if you do go on that cruise and you take your gear to work from there and you happen to do an audition would you please do me this favor and when you slate your audition would you say, Lisa Lou Perry, I'm on a boat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Kevin, I will do that just for you.
1: (laughs) It gets their attention, if nothing else. You're going to book it, I
0: guarantee Right,
2: right, exactly.
0: Lisa, (laughs) we're going to let you go here in just a second. But one final question, like, you know, we're just talking about the industry as a whole. What problems do you see with the VO world right now?
2: I think it's the same thing we've all been, you know, complaining about lately, and that's some of the pay-to-plays that are just, you know, there isn't a lot of transparency. Uh, we don't know what the true rate is for the job because some people are double-dipping. And um, and just, you know, I see a lot that they want in-perpetuity rights. And I'm like, no one should be asking for in-perpetuity rights. Unless you're going to pay me $50,000 or something like right,
0: that. Right, right, you know, exactly.
2: That, and that shouldn't be allowed. You know, they shouldn't even be allowed to to do that. And, um, and one of the agents that I just got... Hey, you two girls, hey. I'm I'm recording a podcast right now. I got my two greyhounds here. They're bored I and they want I love it. <laughs> Can you please be quiet a little bit? Yeah, you know what? That when the dog barks when you're right in the middle of the session, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> her but, show's gone to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. right.
2: Uh, anyway, so I mean, oh, I would say one of the agents that I just uh, that I just got, I hadn't heard from her in like. Um, you know, it was like a month and a half. So I just sent an email, and I'm like, "Hey, I just want to make sure it was still on your radar." And um, hey, girl, <laughs> stop playing. You, I'm trying to record here. Can you please be quiet? Just be quiet for a minute. We're almost done, okay? Oh We're almost done. <sighs> Zoe and, Nala. and and
0: the beautiful thing about this is, is Lisa, you rescue greyhounds, right? Yes,
2: yes, I okay. do. I love that. So, so
0: that's just yeah. Lisa's one of the good ones. So so go ahead. Finish oh, your, yeah. you know, so, your story.
2: So she said, you know what, Lisa? The problem is we have to turn down 90 percent of the jobs that come in to this agency because the rate of pay is ridiculous. And we just won't ask our talent to, you know, to to record for these ridiculous rates. So she said "It's it is such a tough industry now we're having to, you know – compete with these pay-to-plays and you know and if talent if the voiceover talent continue to just do these jobs you know for 150 and 200 dollars for in perpetuity rights or or buyouts mm-hmm. or whatever she, she said it's a it's an uphill battle but you know we're still going to we're still going to work it we're still fighting so i mean years ago you probably would have gotten a lot more Uh, auditions through your your agent and now it's just not happening you know they're having a hard time surviving really but I mean if we all don't get on board if we all don't say we're not going to take it anymore we're not going to do it then it's not going to happen because everyone and their mother thinks they can be a voiceover talent now I, I don't mean that like you know I'm like some diva or something like that but you know what I mean I mean because it's so easy to record now you know. I
0: know what you mean, Lisa. You're being a diva. <laughs> <laughs> no, as I mentioned, Lisa is one of the good ones. Has been doing this 19, 20 years, and she is part of us. She is one of us, part of the middle class VO community. And uh, Lisa, thanks for your insight today. Thanks for sharing the knowledge of your career. And I think uh, people will learn a lot from this, Bobby.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What a great story you've had. Go play Thank with those you. puppies, would you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so if anybody wants to reach out to Lisa, it's com, L-U-P-A-R-I uh, dot com. Lisa, the normal Lisa, L-I-S-A. So, Lisa, thanks so much for your time.
2: Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Bobby. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lisa.
0: And, and make sure and listen for Lisa's uh, billboard at the end of the program. The uh, reading the credits. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it a ba ba
0: ba. So nice to have Lisa on. Uh, she is, like I said, totally one of the good ones. And I don't, did you learn anything? I mean, are were you surprised by anything that she said?
1: I, the, the the thing that surprised me the most was, and and I brought it up to her, is that she was being taught the conversational read. 19 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: That was a trend that started, I guess, probably around then. Yeah. And she was referring to Connie Zimmet, uh, you know, a couple times. Connie Zimmitt was a South Florida legend as far as coaching goes, voice acting goes, and she, of course, had the singing. And uh, her son, Zach Zimmett, actually helped produce the uh, McVop jingle.
1: Oh, wow. Isn't
0: it a small world?
1: It sure is. Yeah. It all comes back to the same start.
0: It, Yeah. So anyway, so we had fun talking with Lisa. She's part of the middle class VO community. And uh, I guess we're done.
1: I guess we're done. I'm going to head back to Ohio.
0: Going back to Ohio. Was your city gone? That's so dumb. I know. Dumb.
1: Pretenders. I know what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> we will talk to you next time on the Middle Class Video Podcast. Until then, you can uh, find us in a bunch of places.
1: Yeah, you can check us out on uh, YouTube, and we're on iTunes now.
0: Uh, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> they, they don't like our artwork size, and I got, I got a guy working on it. So They're
1: like the... the uh... What would you call it?
0: The Nazis. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Artwork
1: Nazis.
0: (laughs) But yeah, uh, Podbean, uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram. We got links on Instagram. We're everywhere. So uh, check us out and check us out next time on the Middle Class Video Podcast.
2: Bye. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production.
0: All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin.
2: Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis.
0: Additional engineering by Zach Zimmet.
2: Bobby's Hair and Makeup by Rebecca Adleta.
0: Kevin's Wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium.
2: All previous episodes are available for download on
0: Podbean. For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau.
2: I'm Lisa Lou Perry.
0: Thanks for listening.
2: And don't miss the next episode of The Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast.
0: <laughs> That's why we
1: got such big asses. got back.
0: Little in the middle but you got much back. Little in the middle but you got much back. I'm on a boo!